here we are again and I think that not I think I know eventually I will create some type of intro for these episodes where pull out a snippet of the episodes a place in the beginning and have some type of professional transition into the episode but for now this is what y'all are getting so um this past week has honestly been a uh I don't want to say emotional roller coaster but it has been overwhelming with all of the things that I'm trying to process <laughs> whether it be in the real world or in the spiritual realm in my mind or like yeah so I had told y'all about a new project that I am owning leading at work and last week we had a meeting basically to go over the project in a little bit more detail so basically the project is on subaru.com there was a request a quote form for vehicles on the old website subaru.com just launched a new website which has been going on for the last four years in may so on the new website there is there's no request a quote form right which is uh honestly dumb that it's not on there right but the reason why it's not on there is because there wasn't enough time to develop this form and the form needed to be tested based on um the best basically the best rules to create which triggers the form to x the website user if they want to request a quote so basically there's rules which rules are basically um user activity on the website so based on what the person is doing on the website based on what they click on or don't click on there's a form that triggers 2x the close the visitor if they want to request a quote right so basically we had a meeting about what rules or triggers were in place that made this form populate on the website to ask the person to request a quote on the old site so we can do that same thing or change it if the analytics are saying that wasn't the best thing right so as we're in this meeting them explaining all this information was really just going over my head at that at that moment but as i processed it over a couple days it was like okay but the the issue that i was having was being able to articulate what our internal teams which is the analytics teams the producers the user experience developers being able to articulate what they were telling me into an actual document to present to clients right so that was the overwhelming part for me which still is which i'm working with another account manager which is what i am to write this up right but it's technically not our job to 
articulated. It should be presented to us in a document to then put into the brief that I'm supposed to create to present. So that's basically what we found out today. So that eased my anxiety with that, right? So then I'm also, I was also like overwhelmed with me also working for TR Fit Clubs, a gym in Delaware, if you don't know. Um, and working on building my team for digital media, which is basically running the website, the app, and um, email communications with our booking system, et cetera, et cetera, right? So the last couple of weeks, I have been reviewing applicants to have a digital media team intern, which wasn't going well because uh, Delaware is not the not really the market or the area for people locally that do these type of things, right? <laughs> so most people work remote and finding someone local has been difficult. It's been a couple people that I've spoken to that were interested in the position but it was more so like I'm not sure if this is a good fit for you because it's really like you have interest in it you're not necessarily pursuing a degree in it so I don't want to train you or invest time into you learning these things and then you ultimately say oh no I changed my mind really I'm really not interested in actually doing this stuff so I was praying to God asking for clarity on just being a better manager quote-unquote and leader in the hiring process of just thinking like okay what is the best way for me to go about this and then I was also having trouble with relinquishing control because I have been the person that has done all these things related to the website um our mobile app and our booking communications and then all these other projects that we're looking to execute and do right so it's it's kind of like a not a fear but just more so like this is my baby and I'm not ready to have anybody take care of my baby yet like I don't trust anyone enough to be able to learn and do what I do at the level that I do it so I was really just praying on figuring out how to let go of the control and like I know how to delegate right but it's just like trusting someone to actually do what they're supposed to do right and being able to delegate certain things that are not confidential um that's not confidential just figuring out what what can be delegated or what should be delegated so I was thinking like okay maybe yeah I was just I'm not even gonna say what I'm thinking because it, it doesn't matter but I got clarity on that which I'm gonna speak on later because I did a devotional and it literally spoke to what I was just talking about right so then I was also overwhelmed with thinking about all the things that I need to do with getting not just his wife um nonprofit established and getting this app back into the app store because the support team is not very helpful on the platform that I use to create the app on and it's like I'm getting the runaround with getting this thing 
back up in the app store, right? And then just thinking about all the planning that I'm going to need to do for the Evolved Retreat in December. Um, all the things that I wanted to do and all the things that God is telling me that I should do as activities throughout the um, retreat. It's not even that I'm overwhelmed. I would say it's like that I'm overwhelmed. I'm not anxious. I'm just overwhelmed with everything that God has been downloading to my mind writing it down and then thinking okay i need to execute these things right so along with all of that me just processing my day-to-day emotions of the season that i'm in as far as uh like preparation and building like these things (laughs) like they all these things that i'm a part of and then thinking about this book that i got in 2018 that I've been procrastinating on finishing which I started it's a 90-day book and I started it again in July along with the um 90-day online program for TR Fit Clubs and I said all right I'm gonna finish both of these by my birthday which is the end of the month and that'll be that right but I think like subconsciously I've been procrastinating on consistently doing it and reading it every week because it's like the um saying like when you know better you do better like I feel like once I read all this information and like take it all in and take notes and know all right this is what I'm supposed to do now I'm supposed to execute I feel like I'm subconsciously like overwhelmed at the thought of okay once I'm done after these 90 days, then I'm responsible for executing all this stuff that I learned, right? I'm going to be holding myself accountable to it. And that's just even more, even more, I wouldn't say a burden, but it's just like, it's aligned with what I'm called to do. And I'm not going to say my calling is overwhelming, but it's just a lot. For me to process it's not at all what I envisioned myself doing but I'm grateful that I have been called to do it and I know God is going to help me along the way but it's literally just me processing everything as a human being of like okay I gotta do all this stuff right so then um I had spoke on a couple of episodes ago. I don't even know what which episode it was, but basically like how um back in the day they used to call people holy rollers or um used to say people are on fire for God. And I said I was literally like the modern day version of that. I don't know what that name is, but I started reading this book called The Deborah Anointing from this um this ministry that I'm a part of. And this was one of the books that they read last month. And I started reading it and it was just like, oh, okay, snap. This is like, this is who I am. Like I'm the modern day Deborah, right? So I just wanted to read a couple things that stuck out to me that gave me confirmation that are aligned with the things that I just said that I was overwhelmed by, right? And then are also aligned with everything that God spoke to me about this week. So I've read this book last week, haven't read it all this week. And I said that I was going to finish it 
by last Friday, but I didn't. I read it. I think it came Monday or Tuesday and I literally read the first um the first three chapters in a day. And then I said I was gonna finish it the next day, but I didn't, and then I said I was gonna finish it by Friday, but I didn't. So yeah, I will finish it this weekend. But um so I'ma just read out a couple of points and I might speak on or I'll probably speak on elaborate on things that I called out or like noted and address how it aligns with who I am or what God has already spoken to me or whatever and I'm sharing this because it might be an encouragement to somebody else that's in like this same place that I'm in as far as God preparing them for um preparing them to execute what they have been called to do like literally preparing them to be operating at the level that God has called them to right so I noted he is calling this is from the book so it's the Deborah anointing and I noted he is calling ordinary women like you into extraordinary work You are not just a woman who has authority. You are also a woman living under authority. And then I also highlighted, I believe you will begin to see yourself as a woman of influence, conviction, and power. There is a divine inspiring, there is a divinely inspired cry coming out of your spirit declaring not on my watch. And that was important to me because it was like these last, couple months I've literally had in my spirit like I need to cover my family and everybody connected to me because it's like so much stuff going on in the world like foolery craziness demonic stuff and it I was literally not on my watch is literally summed it up for me because it's literally like I know I'm called to be an intercessor for people and to like pray and cover certain people not even certain people just pray and cover people right pray and cover people so it's literally like not on my watch i'm gonna go to work for y'all however god leads me to like however i'm equipped to do so i'm gonna go to war for me and mine right so not on my watch And then it says, just as Deborah has been called to become the spokeswoman for God, telling of divine revelation and strategy that would lead the nation to victory. I see you taking the same mantle and walking in the anointing of wisdom and revelation to bring solutions. This connected to me because in my professional career, I've always been known to bring solutions. Like I see a problem. I don't complain about the problem. I don't leave the problem lingering. I find a solution to the problem, right? And that's literally what I did when I got the revelation of um, what not just his wife should be. And it was more so like helping women prepare to be the woman God has called them to be. Like apart from their titles and their roles in this world, they're the daughter that are daughter of the king first right so they should focus on 
being that and getting close to God and allowing him to direct him um, in every area of their life, spiritually, mentally, financially, professionally, and relationally, physically, all of that to to like how they're supposed to show up in those areas in their life according to God's word, right? So the solution was there. The solution that I am providing there is creating a platform or environment and events to give women resources to be able to do that, to be able to grow in those areas and evolve um, as women, right? Okay. So also noted modern day Deborahs will be women after God's heart who lead a generation to stand for God's ways of righteousness in the midst of the wicked and perverse generation, which I spoke about that just previously when I just said this world is crazy. There's a lot of demonic stuff going on. And yeah, I'm pushing God's ways of righteousness, right? There's an appropriate time for every matter and every deed. And I noted that because the title of this chapter was times and seasons of the call. And it was like, God may tell you that you're supposed to do something or something is going to happen, but there's an appropriate time for that, for every matter and every deed. And we need to seek God on when that is, because sometimes we might hear a word from God and think, oh, this is supposed to be happening now. No, it might not happen for three years. <laughs> So, yeah, we just got to ask God for direction and the spirit of the, and to increase our patience. Increase our patience if this thing is not supposed to happen for X amount of days or X amount of years, you know. So also noted the call of God is progressive. He will mature you gradually into the fullness of his plan. And this correlated with me knowing that I'm in the season of preparation. Every hat you may wear and every role you may play will be a significant will be significant in your expression of the Deborah anointing. And I noted that because when you think about all of the experiences and roles that you have played or things that you've been a part of in your life, it really ultimately aligns with what you needed to be equipped for whatever God has called you to do, right? And I've always said that like the jobs that I've had since I was 14 have literally prepared me for the job that I have now. And even like the the ministry that I'm establishing all the skills and the experiences, the degrees that I have, like it literally equipped me to be able to execute this ministry. And even what I do for the gym, like execute it at the level that, uh, that I'm supposed to, at the level that I'm supposed to, at the level of excellence, at the level that gives God the glory at the end of the day. Like everything literally aligns, everything that I've experienced and all the jobs that I've had literally have prepared me for this. Like, literally prepared me for this. And then it says, don't get overwhelmed. Keep saying yes to God in your heart. 
and that's literally me like but i'm get i'm i'm feeling overwhelmed <laughs> and i'm letting god know that i feel overwhelmed but in those moments he encourages me which i'm going to speak about a little bit later but i'm 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 keeping a yes in my spirit and my god i said my god my brother has sent me a song and that just might be the song for this episode. He has sent me a song by Shekinah Glory a couple of weeks ago called Yes. And it's basically like, it's basically, it's basically about being asked, are you still going to say yes? Despite what you go through, despite what is happening, are you still going to say yes to God? And then I'm literally like, yeah. <laughs> and then I noted, it says the call of God takes time to develop which the call of God really is like a lifelong journey. Like God has called us to do, called us to be things or do things, but it takes time to develop as we learn his word and learn all these things from the things that we experience in life. And a lot of times we're pushed into our, um, whatever we're called to do out of something that we experience right so yeah the call of god on your life will have times and season of development and patterns designed by god for implementation when you understand time correctly you can grasp god and his purpose for your life you must learn to discern the times and seasons God has ordained for your life and properly align your actions with his timetable. And that goes with having patience, quote unquote, long suffering, one of the fruits of the spirit and knowing that, okay, God may have told you that you're supposed to do this or that you're supposed to get this or you're supposed to have this. He promised you this, something's supposed to come to pass. But there's a time period <laughs> that you need to wait and just align your actions in the meantime, in between time with his timetable, not yours. And that was spoke to me this week, which I'll elaborate on later with, uh, through like one of the devotionals that I did. And I also noted she wasn't a woman who wasted time watching soap operas or reality TV. And this was, uh, I noted this because that's literally me. Like I don't watch regular TV. I actually get annoyed with myself when I do watch it sometimes because it's like, I feel like I'm wasting time. <laughs> like, I really just feel like if this is not aligned with my purpose, what am I doing right now? <laughs> If not even my purpose. Like, I have a to-do list. I have things to do to get done. Like, if my list for today is not done, I'm not saying every little thing that I list out each day needs to get done, but it's like, if I don't get it done, I'm not... I feel convicted watching TV if my to-do list isn't done. I'd rather just lay down and rest <laughs> and listen to music then watch TV and not do what I'm supposed to do or not get done what I was supposed to get done, right? <sighs> so then I noted the essence of the Deborah anointing is to understand that God has a calendar 
and that he has scheduled scheduled times for blessings, deliverance, and even war. God has a destiny for each one of his children, but we must learn to move our feet according to the rhythm of his perfect timing. And that goes back to what I was saying about um, patience and long suffering. Like he will speak to you what you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to have or what you're supposed to get or just like a vision that he's giving you. But you need to order your steps, align yourself with his will and not what you want to happen, right? And I also noted, I noted you will submit yourself to the price and sacrificial demands of God's call. From the posture of humility, you will invoke a response from God receiving a reward. And then the scripture was, but without faith, faith, it is impossible to please God and be satisfactory to him. For whoever would come near to God must believe that God exists and that he will be and he he is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him, which is Hebrews eleven eleven six. And I also noted the things that irritate you are the things that you're destined to change. There will come a day when you bring wise counsel and deliverance to women worldwide. And I noted that because, like I said, I am solutions driven. If I'm irritated by something, whether it just be everyday practical life stuff or stuff that's related to work or just stuff in the world (laughs) i like to find solutions and that's basically what i do at work at home and what i'm doing with not just his life um and then i also noted i said lord i need so much deliverance and freedom how can i help someone else and i noted that because there was a time when i was going through like a different a very difficult time right um and literally just all over the place emotion emotionally and spiritually like just distraught <laughs> and a woman my friend had connected me with a woman that was going through similar things and she wanted me to talk to her and I was just like I literally said like lord I don't know what you want me to say to this woman cuz I literally need help myself right and that's why I highlighted that because it it I literally needed to be delivered and freed from what I was experiencing. But in that moment, I literally just prayed and spoke to her. I allowed the Holy Spirit to speak through me and just say whatever it is that he wanted me to say. Because I literally did not have nothing within me. Like I was mentally and emotionally exhausted that day. I literally remember I was laying like in my prayer area at my parents house and I was just like literally on my face crying when she hit me up like I need you to talk to my friend because she's going through what you're going through and I think you can encourage her and I'm just like "Mm, lord what (laughs) but yeah so many times the lord will bring identification and definition to the call on your life in the midst of humiliation and pain I highlighted that because that is literally my life. Like the Lord will bring identification and definition to the call on your life in the midst of humiliation and pain. That's literally what he did. So 
everyone it says everyone did what was right in his own eyes exactly what he wanted and when he wanted and as he wanted this resulted in a tragic compromising permissive life lifestyle of destruction and chaos i feel like that's how the world is living today everybody's just doing what they want when they want how they want and not seeking god on direction and asking him for wisdom in the things that they're choosing to do and it's causing a lot of destruction and chaos and people don't even realize that they're living in chaos it's like it's normal also know that there's no peace security or stability in the land there was only anxiety danger corruption injustice and death and that's the world we're living in today i also noted modern day dubbers will have an anointing to rise in the midst of great adversity and lead others to liberty and freedom and i believe that's literally what i'm doing with my podcast um and sharing my journey of figuring this thing out right so yeah many women are in bondage to fear deception insecurities and pain that keep them from moving into the fullness of life the lord has promised for them and that resonated with me because i literally wrote down in july um i'm preparing that i'm preparing myself for the things that god has promised me like i'm not playing with my relationships no more like with myself with god and just my relationship period like i'm preparing myself for what God promised me. I'm no longer being subjected to fear, deception, and insecurities and being held back by the pain that I've experienced. So, God is calling modern day Deborahs to take their position as visionaries and to pioneer a movement of deliverance and empowerment among women. And also, I didn't highlight this, but I think this is also important to note. It says women's ministries will no longer be a place where we learn about cupcake decorating or running around the building as maniacs looking for a breakthrough. These meetings will will resemble resemble military boot camps to train God's special agents for the end times. And that's literally what I want to do with not just his wife. Like we're not about to be sitting down crying about (laughs) like what what is going on in our lives right i mean we may have those moments of breakthrough through the activities that we do but it's literally like i want god to help me equip these women to be trained up as god's special agents like to be able to do whatever it is that they're called to do it says, God is calling women who have the Deborah anointing to disciple women in the art of discernment, developing skills to make sound decisions, and yes, even training women in ministry of deliverance. Deborahs will have skills in the following major areas. Servant leadership style, discerning of spirits, and supernatural wisdom. And if you listen to, um, I think it's God is preparing me episode where I discussed the um discuss what god wants me to do professionally for the rest of the year and i said that it was to focus on being 
a better leader and servant. It was literally, I had wrote down lead and serve, that servant leadership style. That's me, right? And discerning of spirits, supernatural wisdom. I literally asked, that's my thing. I need I need to discern what <laughs> what is going on. <laughs> like, that's me all day. And asking for super, supernatural wisdom when I recognize what this is like i need to i I literally ask god like all right how do you want me to respond if you want me to respond and then i also noted the servant leader will seek to serve god's people not for god's people to serve them in their agenda and i I wrote down on the side how can i serve you because i was thinking like that's literally what i ask on the day-to-day as far as like um what I do at work like how can I assist you know what I mean how can I help you execute this and that's literally what I want to do in every area of my life like how can I assist you how can I be of service right I'm a servant of God he's using me as a vessel to execute these things with the skills that he's given me so yeah You may not be the one who preaches messages publicly in the pulpit, but you may preach the best message to someone's life, healing and delivering them through the wisdom of God that flows through you. And I noted that because it's literally like, I, first of all, the calling that he has given me, never did I imagine that this is what I was going to be doing or what he would call me to do, right? And then I I honestly do not ever want to be preaching in nobody's pulpit. Like, I don't want to be preaching in front of anybody. So I, I know that if he calls me to that, then he's going to prepare me for that. But that's not my desire at all. And like, I'm perfectly good with what I'm doing right now. This is already pushing me out of my, not even comfort zone, but just pushing me past what I've been doing. Um, as far as recording this podcast, like I'm doing that. Hopefully I can reach somebody and help them heal and help them get delivered from whatever by what I'm doing, right? Um, by wisely using the wisdom that God has given me to do what I'm doing now, sharing this, these things that he's been talking to me about, right? And then I also noted this is the hour that this is the hour when God is raising up modern Deborahs who will administrate the justice of the Lord. And one of the major responsibilities of modern day Deborah is to bring the heart and mind of God to earth. Also noted this is the hour when God will use you like Deborah to be a model of integrity and courage. And I noted that because that's that's literally what I pride myself on, operating with integrity and in everything that I do. So, and I know <laughs> that I'm being courageous in these moments of doing all that I'm doing. I'm most definitely being courageous in doing what I'm doing. So, so to bring this all together, the last couple weeks, before I read this book and after I read this book, God has been speaking to me about um, needing to consecrate, which is basically dedicating a specific time period 
to give up certain things and focus on something, right? Um, And then rebuilding, also about wealth transfers, restoration, and sudden blessings and miracles. And I think all of this is tied to consecration. And also, um, being in the season of preparation. So, I have been saying to myself, in the midst of me feeling overwhelmed and just anxious and quote-unquote worrying about how I'm going to do all these things or even complaining about things that are happening in my personal life just complaining in my mind or complaining that not even complaining to God but just like complaining (laughs) right I've been saying to myself all week instead of being anxious instead of worrying or or complaining to just speak it until I see it speak it until it changes speak it until my thoughts change right until I like ease my own anxiety or worry by just calling things out as though they already are as though the the promise God has already fulfilled the promise right because we can't control like we can't control the thoughts that come to our minds but we can control how we respond to them so it was spoken on one of these messages that I watched this week that what we come in agreement with in our mind matters like as far as our thoughts go like they like the way that we respond to our thoughts can just heighten our anxiety and worry and then we'll just be tormenting ourselves in our mind we have to align our thoughts with the thoughts of God about our situations and be honest with God about how we feel but like speak life into our situations and our circumstances so like for example I was thinking about a time based on something that happened today I was thinking about a time where I didn't have a car and instead of complaining about the circumstances of what was happening today and being frustrated at trying not to be vague but also trying not to share too much at the same time but it was like instead of being upset about this how this situation was negatively affecting me or inconveniencing me I turned around and thought about a time the time where I was in a similar situation and just started to thank God that I didn't have to inconvenience other people (laughs) like I was able to be resourceful and I utilized my ability to use my legs like god god blessed me with the ability to be able to walk so i didn't have a car so i walked to where i needed to go i walked to do the things that i needed to do i had the money to pay for an uber to get to where i needed to go when i didn't have a car so i was just thanking god about me being able to have the resources to still do what i could do despite instead of complaining about how this is inconveniencing my life today i just started to think him right or even like getting frustrated with my daughters um not doing certain things or having to tell them to do things multiple times um I just started to thank him that okay I thank you that my daughters are going to listen to me they're going to understand why I'm why I'm saying that this is what they need to do or this is what they shouldn't be doing and operate accordingly I thank God that you are going to help me be able to articulate the things that I need to need them to do better 
instead of getting frustrated and and yelling at them like why are you not doing this i hope that makes sense because <laughs> i'm trying not to i'm not even saying that i'm trying not to i'm not specifically speaking on the things that i was speaking life into about my circumstances right but y'all get the gist literally just speak things as though they are speak the opposite of the negativity that is occurring or rebuking the frustration that you may be experiencing and just calling out things calling out things as though they have already changed in your favor right and thanking god for that so today after this whole week of being anxious and worrying and complaining for whatever reasons i had did a bunch of devotionals and it's not even just today like he's been speaking to me all week in the midst of me feeling these things right and i still felt them because i'm human and i just had to talk myself through it on a daily but today specifically he had spoke to me through the um daughters of the king devotional with the scripture today i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and everything that i feel overwhelmed about is like he reminded me that i'm not doing these things alone i have his strength and i have all the skills that he's equipped me with to execute these things because he didn't give me this vision or this call in my life he's not going to give that to me without giving me all that I need to execute it right I just need to um I just need to allow him to lead me in the execution and not get so caught up in okay I need to figure out how I'm gonna do this and literally just ask him for his help right or ask him to send people to help me so yeah so that all I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me is first Philippians 4.13. And then I read a devotional today off of my meditation from 1 Samuel 16 and 7. And the title of this is Adjusting Unrealistic Expectations, Searching for God's Will Instead. And one of the prayer points for this was to ask God to help you make wise choices when hiring someone for a job. And that literally stuck out to me because that's literally what I'm doing. Like, I I need to hire people for my team at the gym. And I need to be wise on how I go about doing that. And that gave me revelation on, okay, instead of me trying to hire interns to do these little tests that need to be done on the day-to-day, I should hire an intern. I mean, I should hire... Um, well, it don't even matter what um, what we're going to call them, but just someone that can execute this bigger project that I need to have done and guide them through that. So I can do the little things that I quote unquote don't trust them to execute properly, if that makes sense. Because then that'll alleviate me having to, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm trying to explain it without giving away what, the, <laughs> giving away without saying too much because yeah 
But basically that gave me that answered my prayer. This 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 um devotional answered my prayer as far as how I need to move on building my team. How I can be a better leader. Just when I ask God to help me be a better leader as far as building this team. This devotional gave me revelation on revelation on building my team because I thought of it like okay I need to have interns but it may not even be that okay I need to have interns to build my team to help me and it's that's that's that might be what I want but that may not be what God's will is for this team right like I may not need an actual team I could just have people contracted to help with certain projects during certain seasons are during certain times of when we need to have certain things done, right? I may not necessarily need a team to build a team to have consistently because a lot of the things I can do, I can make myself available to do on the day-to-day. So yeah. And then I also noted, this encouraged me today. It was Romans 4.20. It said, Abraham never, never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger and in this he brought glory to God and that's Romans 420 and I got that from this other book that I have called New Day New You and I'm going to read it to you because it really spoke to me and maybe it'll help you through something that you may be experiencing so it says the scripture hold up no the scripture is actually Romans fifteen thirteen from this devotional, but it tied into that scripture that I just read about Abraham's faith not wavering. His faith actually grew stronger from Romans four twenty. So this one says, "May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith, that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing." with hope. Romans fifteen thirteen is one of my favorite scriptures. It says that joy and peace are found in believing. I remember when I was going through a period of time in which I had lost my joy and peace. I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I knew something was wrong. One night I was pretty desperate, so I went over to a, the little promise box full of scriptures and began flipping through it. I pulled out the little cards in it and it Immediately, the Lord spoke to me through it. It simply said, Romans 15, 13, joy and peace are found in belief. As I got back to believing, my joy and peace came back. And the same is true for you. As soon as you start doubting your joy, as soon as you start doubting, you lose your joy and peace. But as soon as you start believing again, your joy and peace come back. God has given us a tool to keep ourselves radically happy and peaceful. All we have to do is believe. Of course, as soon as we start believing, the devil starts screaming in our ears. That's stupid. And this started to resonate with me because like I was saying, I was anxious. I was worrying. I was complaining about my situation. And it was literally like I was battling. I was battling between my flesh and my spirit of like in my spirit. I know that God has equipped me with all that I need to accomplish all these things. Right. I know that he's given me a promise that I'm going to be able to do this, this, and that, and he's going to give me X, Y, and Z. But the devil is screaming in my ear, (laughs) no, you can't do that. No, that's not going to happen. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get that, right? So it says, of course, as soon as we start believing, 
the devil starts screaming in our ears that's stupid what if you believe and you don't get what you're believing for that's when we have to answer back no it's not stupid what if i believe and get what i'm believing even and even if i never get it i'll still be happy i am still happier and more peaceful by believing than i am doubting so it's a win-win situation there's no way to lose when you believe but if we believe we are liable to get what we were believing for but if we don't we will still be happy and peaceful so it's vital that we keep a believing heart and that last part also resonated with me because i used to say all the time like my prayers to god literally was okay, I'm believing you for what you said, right? But even if you don't give me that or I'm thankful for all that I have and even if you don't give me more, I'm satisfied with my situation. I'm satisfied for what you've given me thus far. I'm good with what I got now. I'll be happy with what I have. Like I'm not going to be sad or ungrateful if you don't do these things, right? I'm good. Well, you've given me more than enough thus far. You've you've brought me out of so many things. If you don't do nothing else, I'm good, right? So that just made me remember that prayer or that what I said to God. Like, if you even if if my situation does not change, right? Even though I know that you promised that it will, even if it doesn't, like you're still good. You're still who you are to me um yeah so then I also had it spoken to me today which was confirmation on just me feeling overwhelmed it's it was said that generations to come will be affected by my service and sacrifice and that's aligned with this one of the scriptures that I've been standing on for a while that is Romans 18 I mean, Romans 8.18, which is yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory God will reveal to us later. So like nothing that I experience now, like the pain and the suffering and the sacrifice and all the things that I'm doing in preparation for all the things that I'm supposed to do is nothing compared to the glory that God is going to reveal to us later or the glory that God is going to get from what I'm doing, like the service and sacrifice will be worth it all in the end and then it also said to remain in position and that goes to a couple of things that was spoken in the um zebra anointing book and then also on um a message that i heard a couple weeks ago that i spoke about in another podcast as far as don't break character like despite what may be going crazy in your life or maybe happening to you stick to the script like stand your ground and what you are supposed to be doing and what you said you were going to do for God remain in position despite opposition remain in position and then it also spoke to me that there is no rest for the wicked and that's Isaiah 57 21 and that's self-explanatory like anybody that comes up against um up against me and that's also exodus fourteen fourteen too is is another um revelation god is going to fight my battles like i people that try to come up against me or the enemy that tries to come up against me to stop me from what he's called me to do god's going to deal with them so hopefully <laughs> 
this was not me rambling and hopefully you're encouraged by something that i said that you're encouraged by something that i said something stuck out to you and i hope this encourages you to keep a yes in your spirit so whatever god has called you to do or whatever um circumstances you're facing in your life whatever you agree to do in your you're just overwhelmed by the execution part of it i'll just say keep a yes in your spirit keep a yes in your spirit and god will help you do the rest like let god lead you on executing keep a yes in your spirit and let god lead you on executing